to Friday memo number four. Thank you so much for joining me. I am pre-recording this as I'm currently, well, I'm hoping, I'm currently on a sun lounger in Sorrento sipping on a limoncello. So so I wanted to pre-record this because I'm determined to stick to my schedule of the Friday memos and I'm getting such great feedback from them. So thank you to everyone who's got in touch and left reviews and sent me messages and stuff. It really, really does mean the world. It gives me the momentum to carry on. It's great to know that, you know, people are getting value from this. It's not just me talking into a black hole. So thank you so much for the people who have got in touch. Uh, this week's shout out, if you've listened for the last couple of weeks, you'll know that I like to live up to my intro as a small business cheerleader. So this week's um, shout out is for Claire Amelia Tall, who runs Bridal Emporium in Leeds. Claire Amelia, I've known for a couple of years, actually, she's in my mentorship group now, and she's actually come on leaps and bounds. Not only has she had two babies in the last couple of years, but she has also developed her Bridal Emporium into a bit of a regional treasure, really. It's a real destination for brides to go. If you're in the Leeds area, please do go and check her out. She's got so much going on, including she's just just in the process of launching two complimentary businesses, which I'm sure she will tell you all about. So go and check her out over on Bridal Emporium Leeds on Instagram. And she has recently shared something that I think a lot of us wouldn't really think about. So she's just done a full refurb of the um, Bridal Emporium. They've spent quite quite a while doing it. They've planned it out really, really well. They've they've put a lot into it. And she really approached it from a social first point of view. Obviously, the point is to sell dresses, of course. But f- by doing the refurb, she's been able to take a series of photos for Instagram that have just absolutely skyrocketed her reach. Go over to her Instagram account and check them out at Bridal Emporium Leads and see what I mean. I think it's a really, really clever way and a really innovative way of thinking about your content, which is what are people going to respond to and how can I incorporate this into like non-digital things? So this is a shop. This is a brick and mortar shop. Um, how can I incorporate my social content? How can I make my shop social first? So I think it's a really, really interesting thing. Very forward thinking of her. Go and check her out and see what I mean. Okay, let's get stuck in. So this week, I want to talk to you, and I'm in no way qualified to talk about this at all, but I want to talk to you about mindset. I want to talk to you about the things that I see most commonly with the people that I work with and the things that I did myself to make the biggest shift in my business. So I started on a mindset journey a couple of years ago now, and I started working with my good friend, Dominic Mullally, who is a women's um, money mindset coach. And I did a course with her and it really, really changed my life. It honestly changed my life. And it was just the beginning. I didn't realize then I had so many ideas around money. I had, I've had a, a huge public failure in the past with a business. There was a lot of money issues tied up with that. There was family fallouts. There was all kinds of knock-on effects. And I had some real deep-rooted anxieties around money, around dealing with money, around talking talking about money. And 
I didn't re- I kind of realized it on the surface, but it wasn't until I started doing this much, much deeper work that I realized how it was impacting my life and how I was per- perpetuating it going forward. So through doing a lot of that work, it really opened my eyes into the mindset world and how what we think we are. And I know it sounds cheesy and I know it's something that you expect, you know, people who are like mega woo woo to kind of say. And and I know people make a lot of money on the back of this stuff, but honestly, it works. What you think is what happens. You are creating your future reality by the thoughts that you think. And there's some really, really simple steps that I took. Believe me when I tell you I am not a woo woo person. I remember A friend of mine a few years ago um, read The Secret. I don't know. I'm sure most of you have heard of it and and really recommended it to me. She was absolutely raving about it. And I started watching it and thought, what is this crap? It's just, you know, people trying to make money out of others' insecurities and vulnerabilities. And 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 I'm, I'm aware there is an element of that with everything. Um, But there are some really, really simple things that I put into place that even if you're the biggest cynic about this stuff, you can go and try yourself and you tell me if it doesn't make a difference to your life. I would be so, so interested. There is a slight caveat that if you're a total cynic and you're, you're, you know, kind of meditating, thinking, yeah, this is bullshit obviously it's not going to work. You have to be open to it working, but I think you can still be, um, you can still start out as a cynic and think, I'm not really sure if this is going to work, but what's the harm in trying it? You know, what is the harm in doing these exercises? So I just want to talk to you about three things that made the hugest difference to me. The first one I've already touched on. So exploring my beliefs around money and really thinking about and this will really open your eyes as well. If you've got kids and if you've, if you're in a situation where you've got young people growing up around you, how do you talk about money? Are you saying to your kids, we're not having that, we can't afford it, you know, and what kind of message does that give them? Because when I think back and the group that I was working with, with Dominique in this program, um, there was a lot of that coming up. There was a lot of that, you know, we can't afford it. We're not having it. We can't afford it. And as a young brain, the way that we process that, it goes immediately into a kind of fear response around money. And it it really, really does program your brain going forward. You know, those young years, I mean, God, I'm in no way (laughs) a child psychologist, but those young years are so formative, aren't they? We all know that if we're constantly telling our kids that we can't, you can't have that, we can't afford it. You know, a much better way is to say, we're not having that right now for the reasons but you know if we you know if you do this we can get it as a treat or if we save let's save up for it together you know and putting a really positive spin on it so that's one thing but then also looking at your beliefs around money and thinking about why you know do you have this fear that 99% of people do there's some sort of fear-based response around money which is anxiety when you look at your bank account or when you think about the bills going out next month or as entrepreneurs when we think about the money coming in next month you know that can be a real roller coaster but I can 100% tell you that the work that I did around money mindset led me on to do work that would alleviate those fears. I guess that's the best way of putting it. I'm not going to say it wasn't like overnight, uh, it was an absolute miracle, but the work that I did changed my mindset and changed 
my kind of horizons and the way I thought about work and led me down a path where those those anxieties just just don't occur as much I mean everyone has those you know different level different devil isn't it we all have those anxieties but I think you know I really really managed to fix a lot of that by really looking at those root causes so that's the first thing and I think that's a real biggie it might not be a biggie for you and if not then obviously don't address it but if it is I would really really recommend having a look into that The second one was changing my mind to an abundance mindset. So I think we can all be guilty of looking at our competitors and scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through Facebook and thinking, oh, they're doing that or they're copying me or, oh, I wanted to do that and I haven't had time and now I can't do it because they're doing it. And, you know, that real like knot in our stomach that we get when we see our competitors doing stuff and we tell ourselves these stories around why they're doing it and oh now everyone's going to buy from them and they're not going to buy from me and I'm going to lose all my customers and before we know it we've like you know talked ourselves down this real really really damaging kind of spiral um so just adopting that abundance mindset there are eight billion people in this world just think about how many this this is really really prevalent in my industry so in like online marketing specifically Facebook ads where I I think in it whatever world we are because of the way we live now we live in a curated news feed all we see is our own industry all we see is what we're interested in so to to me everyone in the world runs Facebook ads. To you, it might be that everyone in the world has a food business or everyone in the world has a craft business or whatever your business is. Because we curate the things around us online that we are interested in and that's all we're fed. So it's really, really easy for us to think that everyone's doing what we're doing. But in actual fact, there is so much in this world to go around in terms of money, food, you know, business, there is so much. So really adopting that abundance mindset and I think the the easiest way to put that into practice is to give as much as you can I'm not talking about money I'm talking about value to your customers so give as much as you can tell them as much as you can this is what I'm constantly doing in my Facebook group is just giving value and telling people if they want to pay me for other services great if they don't then they don't and I know that I've put good into the world and I've helped them and I've maybe helped their day and helped their business in a small way you know and that always comes back to you it always comes back in some good way so that's a really simple way to put an abundance mindset into practice and really lead with value rather than leading with well if you don't pay me I'm not going to tell you or you know it's that kind of um, really vivid image of being at school and covering your homework so no one can see it you know it's the opposite of that and the last thing which is probably the biggest biggest shift that I have experienced is adopting a gratitude mindset and I know again this is you know hashtag gratitude it's kind of used everywhere but it just makes such a difference. And the most simple way to get started with this and how I got started before I, when I was still kind of a bit cynical and thought, oh, okay, I'll give it a go, was just to, in my notes section every night or every morning, so I, I usually do it when I go to bed, is just to write three to five things that I'm grateful of that day. Because as business owners, well, as human beings, it's very, very easy to focus on the negative. So I had um, an issue come up last week and I kind of went to bed really, really stewing on it. 
I'm really upset about it. And then when I went to write down my daily gratitude, I realized that like seven amazing things had happened that day, but I was really focused on this bad thing. And as soon as I brought my focus back to the things I was really, really grateful for, and that could be, you know, your partner, your family, the food on your table, but it could be some really monumental things in your, in your day. So it could be, um, arranging that collaboration with a dream partner or, you know, having your best sales day ever or getting a great review or having some lovely feedback or developing a brand new product that you know is going to do really well. So that's the best way to approach that or the the most accessible way, I would say. As I said at the beginning, I am in no way qualified to talk about this. All I can tell you is what has worked for me. And and when I tell you I was a cynic, like I was a cynic, I was miserable. <laughs> ask anyone, ask anyone that knows me. I was like, I was miserable. I had a really, really, really tough few years, um, like really tough that I'll go into another time. But this stuff, I it's no exaggeration to say that it changed my life. And I put a hell of a lot of work into this. But when I say a hell of a lot of work, I'm not talking about I get up, I go for a run, I meditate, then I journal for an hour, then I do this, I do that. I My main thing that I do is just staying grateful, like be grateful for stuff before it happens. You'll be amazed at how much it can change your life. Honestly, please, please try this because I know it can make a huge difference. I speak to so many people every day who, and this is a huge generalization, but it is generally women, generally women in my group who I'll talk about something and they'll, you know, so say for example, on our ads troubleshooting call in the mentorship group, I'll say, come on, let's have a look at your ads. And they'll go, oh, they're not very good. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't know if I want, oh God, don't, don't. I'm like, don't talk. If you're talking about this, if you're talking about yourself like this, how do you expect other people to talk about you? Like we really have to kick this inner critic to the curb. And the best way to start doing that is to have this gratitude and abundance mindset and really, really start staying in tune with yourself. I saw something this week that I really loved, which was someone who, who is big into like meditation practice. And I know a lot of people find meditation quite intimidating and I do too. I find it really difficult to completely still my mind. I just start thinking about, you know, work and clients and stuff. Um, but they said they they simply see it as a daily check-in with themselves. So just as you would text a friend and ask them how they are, she said she really sees it as just a quiet moment where she's looking inside herself and saying, how are you? Like, how are you really? And I think that's a really simple way of putting it that we can all do. I think we can all find, um, you know, five minutes in a day where we can just sit with ourselves, even if it's while you're, you know, having a shower or something where we can really just stay with, be with ourselves and ask how we really are inside. I think it's a really, really important check-in for us to distance ourselves from all the noise and all the daily kind of chores and frustrations that we have throughout the day. So I really hope that's helped someone. I know it's not strictly marketing, but I honestly think that you can't build a business without having these um, foundations of kind of really good mindset principles and resilience. Ultimately, this leads to really good resilience. So I really, really hope that's helped. Please do come and join me in the free group. Search Facebook for Facebook Ads for Success and tell me if you've adopted these. I would love to hear. 
thank you for joining me this week and I will speak to you next week. (laughs) 